Welcome to Wizard vs. Jedi, a podcast where two guys debate things that really don't matter all that much. We've learned not to take ourselves too seriously, but when it comes to things like whether a wizard would beat a Jedi, we take that very seriously. We love it so much that we decided to make a podcast about it. We hope you enjoy, and thanks for listening. Scott, we are recording. How are you today? I'm doing well. I'm doing well. How are you doing? I'm doing well. Scott, are you excited about this episode? <laughs> you know, I'm very, very excited. For those of you who have been listening, you know, we've been doing our Star Wars movie tournament. We are not forgetting about that. We have a final four, but we're taking a few weeks off in case you haven't listened to last week's episode yet. We'll take a few weeks off before we jump into that. And we're jumping into some Harry Potter. And as y'all know, this is Wizard versus Jedi. Andrew is is the Jedi in this equation. He, he's the bigger Star Wars fan. I'm the bigger Harry Potter fan, I would say, even though we're both big fans of both. But um, I'm very, very excited about this one. I'm glad. Welcome, everybody, to Wizard versus Jedi. This is an episode where we're going to talk about Snape. So the big idea of today's episode is we are going to discuss whether Snape is a hero or a villain in the Harry Potter stories. This is a debate that my niece and I have a lot. So I'm not going to say too much because I don't want to give away my position. But but my niece and I, who is, she is Sophia, and she is, oh gosh, I think 10, somewhere right around there. And, and we have very different opinions on this. So this is going to be fun. I'll be interested to see where you land on this. Okay. Let's begin with our first segment. I thought it would be good to begin by asking, what is a hero, Scott, and what makes a hero in a story, and what is a villain? So if we're going to talk about whether Snape is a hero or a villain, I think we have to begin by defining those terms. So how would you like to start this out, Scott? I'll let you begin here. Well, first, let me just say, uh, this is what I love about working with you, because this is the stuff I love, but I don't put in the work to do it. <laughs> but so, you know, going in there, doing the research, what's a hero, what's a villain? It's, it's like, this is fun but I'm too lazy to do it. And so Andrew just comes in, Andrew says, Hey, here's the work. And I'll, I love it. I'll just piggyback on you. So I appreciate it. It's not that, that bad. It's not that bad, Scott. <laughs> well, I it's appreciate called, it. It's called, it's called Google. Well, you know, that, that takes time. And I just, yeah, two minutes. I know, but you know, that's two minutes that I might never get back. <laughs> that is true. <laughs> so that no, is no, very I, true. I love that you have this here. So why don't you, yeah, why don't you uh, go and just give us the definitions? The definition. I looked this up on Merriam-Webster. I am a big fan of Merriam-Webster. So a hero, there are three different definitions, four actually, different definitions of a hero. And one, a mythological or legendary figure often of divine descent endowed with great strength or ability. I'm not sure that really applies to our question no, today. I don't think so. Yeah. We have an illustrious warrior. Definitely does not apply. Doesn't seem to apply. A person admired for achievements and noble qualities. So I think that's, that's up in the air, potentially. Right. And then one who shows great courage. And there, yeah, that one definitely could potentially so that shows all under definition one. Then we have definition two, and I think it's important to talk about this, this distinction between definition one and definition two, because definition two 
A is the principal character in a literary or dramatic work used specifically of the principal male character, especially, especially, wow, when contrasted with a heroine. And it says, also used as a principal character is female. So that is obviously the heroine is not quite as in common anymore or the central figure in an event period or movement. So I want to say that if we're looking at the, the, tr- the hero from this second definition, Harry Potter has got to be the hero of the story. Agreed. He's, he's the principal character. Yes. So we can't say that we don't mean what we're talking about today is not, we're not trying to say that, that Harry Potter is actually all about Snape. We want to make that clear. We're not trying to say that. It would, no, I wouldn't read it. <laughs> that would not be the book that I would want to read. Right. And then we have some, some other definitions. Uh, the fourth one is an object of extreme admiration and devotion or an idol. By that definition, I am a hero. Are you? Why is that? Because I am an object of my own extreme admiration and devotion. Oh gosh, you're your you're the you're your hero. You're uh, your own uh, hero. I am. There we go. I, I love it. Okay. Well then. <laughs> hmm. All right. You know, yeah, I've kind of I've got you stumped. I love it. I think this is great. Yeah, I I'm a little speechless here. It's okay. People that happens in my presence because I am a hero. <laughs> it's it's your glory just is too much for some people. It is. I guess I'm one of those people. Well, let's see here. We've got a, so a hero can have flaws, but a hero makes a significant, and this is something I wrote down, a hero makes a significant positive impact on the life of a character in the story. So that would sort of define, fill in with that, a person admired for achievements and noble qualities or one who shows great courage. Yeah. I I want to jump in, but I'm going to, I'm going to hold off, but uh, yeah. I think we can agree that one who shows great courage would be maybe our best definition in view here. Yeah. If if we're trying to place Snape as a hero, then absolutely. And and, I mean, he does show courage. I, I think where I question it, and we'll get more into this, where I question his courage is, I question the motives behind that courage. Now, does that mean I can sure. not call him a hero? Uh, I don't know, but well, again, I, I'm trying not to give too much away in the intro. Of course. So let's then view, look at as a villain. So the villain is a character in a story or play who opposes the hero. So this would be the hero of definition two and a villain would be the opposition. So in this sense, the truest sense of the word villain we have Voldemort is our villain in Harry Potter, of course. Say say his name again. Voldemort. You don't say the T. I don't. Okay. And actually, if you look that up, I'm a little surprised at you actually, Scott, because it's a French pronunciation. I believe J.K. Rowling actually said that you say Voldemort. It's actually really? not Voldemort. Okay. I did not know this. Voldemort. I, that's what I remember, but I've misremembered many things in our podcast so far. Well, our, our brains can only go so far, but that, I'm going to have to look that up. That's, that's very interesting. I hope I haven't been per- mispronouncing it this whole time. Well, we'll I, yeah. We can just stick with he who must not be named. 
Or we can just disagree on how to pronounce his name. That's perfect. Well, I, I don't want to disagree if I'm wrong. I want to do it properly. So we'll, we'll find that out later for sure. Well, I'm going to keep saying Voldemort because I think I'm right. I, I'm okay with that. I'm, I'm not going to argue because I'm not positive. So, All right. Then we have a deliberate scoundrel or criminal. So by that That's definition, our- I am a villain. No, <laughs> no I'm just kidding. No. <laughs> But okay, I, yeah, okay. I, um, I'm I'm debating whether I think Snape is a deliberate scoundrel. Uh, I okay. And then one blamed for a particular evil or difficulty. Yeah, I. Okay, these are man, these are these are tough. They're 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 good definitions. I'm just obviously trying to view them in my lens of Snape. Right, and then number five is an uncouth person. All right, so here we go. You got to explain uncouth to me. So like someone who's boorish is someone who's impolite, uncouth, not well-mannered. That's a villain? Okay, all right. I'm, well. I'm, just, I'm just going by Merriam-Webster. No, no, I, I'm okay with that. I'm just, okay. I'm just going with Merriam-Webster. All right. That's all I'm doing. So, no, I think we, I think we you know, we, we're, we're doing our due diligence by we're, I mean you, but I'm taking a little credit for it too. <laughs> but no, I think that's good, yeah. Well, I think that we can, we can have some debate as we go, but if it were me, I think the character of Snape would, the up for debate is a person admired for achievements. Can we admire Snape? Is there something admirable about Snape? I think that's a good question. I think that's a heck of a question. And because that's the hero, right? Is he, is, is yeah. there something admirable about him? So again, I'm going back to motives. Yeah. I mean, and that, that's, that's where I have an issue, but. You have to look at his motives to understand the character. Yeah. So again, I'm, I'm trying not to give too much away too soon. I, okay. Yeah. I'm just going to hold off for a second. Okay. Now let's look. So we've, we've got our definition of a hero. I think we can work with definition one C. And yeah. for hero, would you disagree with that? No, no. I think that that's a good place for us. I think one C and one D would really be. Yeah. So the, and, and just for a reminder, because we're looking at this and y- y'all can't, but that's, that's a person who one C is a person admired for achievements and noble qualities. And one D is one who shows great courage. Right. And you can also look this up on Merriam Webster for yourself. And I'm assuming they're not going to change this anytime soon. So it's still there if you're interested. And I would say that a villain potentially could be a character in a story or a play who opposes the hero. And yeah. Snape does that. He, he, he opposes Harry Potter throughout the books. He does. And I think we see ultimately in the big picture, he doesn't. But in a lot of smaller, I guess, less important ways, he, he absolutely does. But that's the real question. It's like, what is, so let's, let's move on to our second segment. So we've talked about what a hero is, what a villain is. Our second segment today is going to be looking at the evidence from the books in the movies. And see, I'm offended there. You've offended me. Well, not everybody has interacted with the books. I, I, I understand that. But if you haven't, 
then quit listening. Go pick up Harry Potter and the Sorcerer's Stone or Philosopher's Stone if you're in Europe and, and, and read it. Go ahead and start because the books are just so much better than the movies. And I love the movies, but the books are so much better and you just, you need to. Scott, did you just tell our listeners to stop listening? <laughs> uh, yeah, I did. I just made a big faux pas, didn't I? But um, thanks, Scott. Thanks. I told him. I told him to start reading, and I think that's a good thing. I, even though I, I don't, yeah. you know, I, I'm, I made a faux pas, but I think ultimately I'm trying to better our reader. I mean, not our readers. I better our listeners. All right. So there is a sense in which he that is Snape helps Harry throughout the books. There is the, the first one that came to my mind was the counter curse when Harry is on the, the broom during the Quidditch match. Yes. Yeah. I mean, he, he absolutely, he saved his, uh, potentially, I guess we could say he saved his life or definitely saved him from much graver injury. Right. So, yeah. Are there, are there any other occasions you can think of? Well, when... I think, I think the fact that he was a double agent, I mean, that, that, in a, in a sense but if we're going just directly when lupin turns into a werewolf he does put himself in between lupin and the trio that's right. ron harry and hermione so there absolutely and, and the same part of that yeah oh, go sorry ahead. go ahead no no you go i think part of that is a teacher his first instinct as a teacher is to protect his students yeah i had there's yeah i don't know but you disagree with that? No, no, I, I do agree. I just, I wonder why it kicked in there and not in so many other times where he, he wasn't really, I guess I can't say he wasn't, it wasn't, he wasn't protecting them, but he just, I don't know. He was a crappy teacher at times, a lot of times. Well, that brings us next to the next point where it says, I say he's merciless, mercilessly cruel to Harry on occasion. And right. in fact, I want Frequently. to call before we hit that real quick. I do want to say also, because we are talking about protecting students and right in a sense, he did protect Malfoy by killing Dumbledore in multiple ways. I mean, he protected Malfoy from the, the harm of having to kill somebody and having that right. on his conscience. And he protected him because if he doesn't, then Voldemort or Voldemort uh, would have most likely killed him. Yeah. So I think we, there, there are some, we see, do see some good acts or decent acts from him, but yeah, then, yeah, we got to get into the bad acts where, where we're hitting. So. Yeah. I think there's, I don't know the books as well as you do, but I've read them, I think a couple times, but still there's all sorts of things that happen in there that I can't remember, but it seems like over the course of the books, Snape opposes Harry at least superficially. And I think it's actually deeper than superficial. Oh, absolutely. Personally. Absolutely. I mean, he's a jerk. And I've heard people make the argument that he is doing it to keep up the persona for Voldemort, which Voldemort's not even, you know, there in books. Well, we actually is there in book one, but we don't know that. Um, but in the other ones, he's, he's not there back until book four. So does he have to put on that persona if that is the case in those books? I mean, I think he probably does ultimately know he's going to make it back someday, but I don't Who know. Who's he acting for? 
Who that, is Snape that, acting for? That I, I I'm I'm on the same page. I actually I don't I don't get that argument, but I have heard people make that argument, and I personally, I don't I don't think it holds much water. I don't know. Yeah. Uh, I'm not a big fan of that, but I have heard that. But it, no, he's a jerk, and and he's not just a jerk to Harry. He's a jerk to Hermione. He's a jerk to Neville. He's just yes, very much so. He's mean. And now, does that make you a villain? Uh, maybe, maybe not. But uh, I don't know. According to the fourth definition, or the third definition, uh, let's see, a five, the fifth definition, an uncouth person or a bore, that would... Yeah, I want to... While I agree that that definition would make him a villain, I personally don't love that definition for a villain. I'm sorry, Merriam-Webster. Okay. But I think, like, just being a jerk doesn't necessarily make you a villain. And so maybe I'm well, he does, he does. maybe I'm arguing against myself in that because okay I don't know uh, I have argued I don't I don't okay I, I'm gonna have to stop myself because I think I'm giving away my end opinion and I think you're probably getting it anyways but I don't want to jump <laughs> too far ahead too fast so I'm gonna I'm gonna pause and pause on that thought all right. But I but do want to touch. Okay. Oh, I do want to touch you on a couple. Yeah, no, I want to touch on a couple <laughs> other like just jerk moves that he did. Go for it. I mean, well, first, just think about it. he he created he created Sectum Sempra, and that's a pretty evil spell. I mean, you've got to have evil intent. I mean, I guess you could say protection, maybe, but that's a pretty evil spell, and I think that says a lot about his character. Maybe I'm maybe I'm being a little too harsh there, but I don't know that that. That speaks to me about his character. What do you think about that? Well, I think we see this throughout, that Snape is a deeply disordered person. Yeah. There's no question about that. He's deeply disordered from the very beginning. And we, we even find out that he's, he's still disordered. When we find out about his relationship with Lily and we find out about all these other things, he's had some tough things happen to him. And I'm not saying that he is completely at fault for the way he ends up, but we see that he's a, he's a messed up guy in a lot of ways. He is. And I think since you've hit on it again, and this is one of the things I have an issue with, with a lot of the Harry Potter fandom and not all, but a lot of them, people excuse Stapes actions because of his childhood and the way he was treated. And, and we do see he had a rough childhood. His parents, argued a lot james was a jerk to him absolutely at times now some of that was because he was a he was a jerk to lily but james and sirius absolutely were were mean to him and and bullies at time i would even argue um but yes i i personally i don't think that excuses his actions towards harry and and other students of course, yeah, he doesn't have to like James. I completely get that. That makes sense. If he's a jerk to James, if he's a jerk to Sirius. But the fact that he's a jerk to his son, like that's that's kind of screwed up to me. Well, it shows, it gets into showing Snape's ultimate motivation. Yeah. What is Snape's ultimate motivation? Oh, he wants Lily. And absolutely. Absolutely. He's been in love with Lily from day one. Yeah. And that's why he helps Dumbledore. 
That's why he helps Harry. That's why he does all the good things he does is to honor the, the memory of Lily. So we're, yeah, we're hitting on it. I mean, he, his motivation to turn, I'm not going to say good, his motivation to begin helping the good side, I would say, was not because he necessarily disagreed with Voldemort. It was not because he disagreed with those ideals. It was not because he thought the Death Eaters were wrong. It was ultimately because he wanted Voldemort to go down because he killed the person he loved. Right. And we see that. I read a few articles about this. Oh, uh, you did a deep dive. <laughs> I don't know about a deep dive, but I read a few articles about this. And one of the articles pointed out that if you, when you see Snape coming into the Potter household, he does not even look at Harry. No. Harry is crying behind him and he's holding Lily's dead body. Yeah. That's the only person he's concerned about. And in his defense, he does, I don't think he deserves a defense, but in his defense, I mean, Harry is a constant reminder of James and his loss. of Yes. So I I get that. I know, but ultimately it's, it's a baby. It's a child. And I mean, and then when he's older, he's a kid. I get that he looks like his dad. I get that that probably hurts, but it's not fair to judge Harry off of his father's actions. And he does. I, I know. And I think that's, I would say that even, or in spite of Snape's actions, his sacrificial actions, he does everything. I think his, his motivation, everything that he does is because he loves Lily and Harry is the only connection he still has to Lily. But he also hates, he also hates, he also hates Harry because he's the son of his arch nemesis. So I would, I would ultimately say then that ultimately everything Snape does is in his own interest. Yes. I think Snape is a, is ultimately a highly, this is controversial probably, but a highly selfish character. I, I would, I would agree. I, and it, it boggles my mind that there really is a, a large faction. I don't know how large, but there, but there is a very large faction of Harry Potter fans who love to, to talk about, they wish Snape had ended up with Lily and, and, and they have this, they almost hold Snape up as this, I don't know, great, great person. And it's like, really? I mean, I get at the end, if you want to, if you want, I don't agree, but if you want to call him a hero because of his actions, I'll, I'll hear it. I'll listen to it. But uh, to try to make him out to be a good person, that's another topic to me. And I don't, I don't think he was a good person. I don't, I think that he was, there's good and bad. I would say that he does good things just like every other person. Right. We're mixtures. None of us are all good. None of us are all bad. We're mixtures. So there's a, he is a person who's deeply flawed, has some very courageous and brave things that he does, but ultimately it's because he loves Lily Potter. And that I believe is that I don't see a huge although there is, there is maybe some, but it's not a huge part of his 
character that he is selfless in the same way that say Dumbledore is selfless. He wasn't uh, absolutely. He wasn't selfless enough. He his whole existence, his whole being, pretty much was built on his love for Lily, right? Uh, and he wasn't selfless enough to go against the Death Eaters when she asked him to. She said, "Like, why do you hang out with these guys when he's in school? Like, why do you? I don't. I don't understand it." And I mean, instead of realizing i mean and, and and trying to move on to win lily he ultimately you know goes on and sticks with them and so calling her a mudblood and and i don't know he just i i don't know i feel I, like though part of part of his motivation is also a, an immense lust for power yeah I, I i absolutely i think you're definitely right right there and so that, that ties in. I mean, it starts to explain his actions. He wants to become a Death Eater because he feels like that's a way to become more powerful in magic and also to make connections with powerful people. And Voldemort was probably one of the most powerful wizards, if not the most powerful wizard of his time. And Snape wanted to be a part of that. And I think Snape also has also always felt like an outsider. He's never had an in crowd. So when he found a group that would take him in, I think because he had never had a family that loved him, he'd never had really anybody that loved him. The, the closest thing he had to some sort of companionship was the Death Eaters. Uh, yes. But I also, looking back on the way he treated Petunia from the beginning, and Petunia was, was annoying. She was a nuisance. But I'm talking about Petunia as a child, right? So she's right. just... she's. She's not this evil person that we know as Harry's uh, aunt, but he already is showing prejudice against her because she isn't magical because she's a muggle. Right. And so yeah. I think there is still that, I think he does have those underlying beliefs that, that Voldemort felt that the death eaters felt. And so, yeah, I do agree that I think the draw was being accepted and power I also do think uh, I would make the argument that he probably believed in their cause, maybe not to the full extent because he obviously cared for Lily and she was uh, muggle born. But I think we see there's definitely some bias. There's definitely some prejudice towards non-magic people as well. Of course. And, well, and Scott, I think you yeah, even see it. Going. I think you even see it with the way he treats and and this could be determined two ways, but he also, the way he treats Lupin, and I agree, I mean, I know that Lupin was friends with James and Sirius, and so there was probably some hate there, but we never really see Lupin mistreat Snape. That doesn't mean it didn't happen, but we don't see it, even though Lupin does not stop and step in and, and, and stop James and Sirius when he should have probably a couple times. So I guess he's he's guilty by association there, but I mean, the fact that he was trying to help get the students to figure out that Lupin was a werewolf. It's just like, I don't know if that's more payback for when they were kids or if that's showing more prejudice there. Well, on the same hand, at the same hand though, you have to remember that it was Snape who made the, the potion, right? That kept Lupin sane during it, those times. It was, but on Dumbledore's request. 
Right. That's and, true. And so, I mean, what was the motivation there? Was it really to help Lupin or was it because, I mean, I do think if there is somebody that he does care about other than Lily, I think it's Dumbledore. I don't and, know if he cares about Dumbledore though. I'm not sure he has genuine affection for Dumbledore. Uh, maybe not genuine affection, but I think there is some. I think he's loyal to him. Okay. Okay. Loyalty might be a better word. Yeah. Right. He's loyal to him. He's incredibly loyal to Dumbledore, but he's only incredibly loyal to Dumbledore because Dumbledore is a connection to Lily and Dumbledore knows the story. So in some sense, I wonder we see in some ways, because Dumbledore doesn't have clean hands either. I mean, that's a different story. Uh, that, but, that's a whole other episode that we might have to get to at some point. But, yeah. but we can talk about a little bit. Dumbledore uses Snape. Dumbledore uses a lot of people. He does. He does. He's, he's highly manipulative, but he uses Snape. And I think one of the reasons he keeps Snape on faculty is that he wants to keep an eye on Snape. He does, and Snape is is useful to him snape's useful to what he needs to know and snape is a powerful wizard he is i mean there, there's no question about that whether you like him or not he is a powerful wizard and so he benefits dumbledore in many ways so i think it's there there is this loyalty to dumbledore and i think the loyalty to dumbledore comes from his regret over the loss of lily because he holds himself responsible for Lily's death. I agree. The one reason or the one thing that would make me say he might care about Dumbledore more so than just loyalty is his hesitation to kill him. Even knowing that that helps the cause. He's, he's hesitant. And, and maybe the, again, that's just, he just doesn't want to kill at this point. I, I don't know, but I do wonder if there is some, uh, something more than just loyalty. Maybe, maybe that developed over time. And are you thinking of a specific passage in the book? Or are you thinking of the, the way it was presented in the movies? Well, obviously it definitely happened in the movies, I, I, but I'm pretty sure it happened in the books as well. Where, where Snape, I mean, yeah, he, it does happen in the books because Dumbledore is pleading it's Snape or Severus, Severus, please. I mean, he's pleading with him to kill him. And, and Harry obviously is, thinks it's, it's, he's, begging him not to kill him but he is begging right. him to That's kill true. him so yeah right. there there is some hesitation i mean and and even knowing that he's going to help malfoy and he's going to further the cause he he doesn't want to and and again there could be any number of reasons but i do wonder if maybe there is some some more than just loyalty if it's a, some care there and i don't think it's a strong i don't think snape knows how to care how to how to love well right because he's emotionally stunted to an extent yeah i think we've seen his childhood i mean i, I don't think he maybe was taught how to love and i mean we could hold a chase a, a rabbit in that and really get in psychology we're not going to go there but but there's absolutely some truth in that yep i agree scott do you want to move on to our final segment let's do it the final analysis, is Snape a hero or a villain? What do you think? I'm going to pin you down and make you make a decision. So I want to call Snape a villain because I severely dislike Snape. I think he's a jerk. I know that ultimately he ends up 
we see that he is helping Harry in, in many ways. He's helping the cause. But I don't like his motives. And I don't like the way he treated other people for no reason. Unless, again, we're saying he is trying to hold up this this picture of who he is. But I don't I don't agree with that. But I don't think ultimately I can call him a villain. Now, I don't think I can call him a hero either. I mean, does he do do some heroic things? Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Does he do some villainous things? Yeah, absolutely. So, uh, really, I think, well, we're going, uh, I don't, okay. J.K. Rowling has a good quote that I think sums it up that we'll hold off for a little bit. Let's get your thoughts in there before I jump into that. So, what do you think, Andrew? I would, I would say that Snape is a complicated character who is both, at moments, heroic and villainous. But I think in the context of the story, his part that he plays in the story is ultimately heroic. Because he, just, he knows he's made a mistake by, lead, by revealing the prophecy that ends up leading to Voldemort going and seeking out the potters and finding them. He reveals that. So he ultimately does do something that results in, he's not directly responsible for Lily's death because he doesn't kill her. Voldemort is, but he is indirectly responsible in Lily's death. And he feels guilty for that. So he wants to right that wrong. And that leads him to ultimately help Harry and then also share the truth about Snape to Harry to say there's more to me than you think there is. And I think ultimately he is heroic. If we look at the whole story, because of the part that he plays, he is heroic. That does not necessarily mean that he is somebody we need to admire because he's also so flawed, so deeply flawed in so many ways. And like you said, he is a jerk. But I think ultimately, if you look at it from that perspective of the entire story, he is a hero. Okay, so let me ask you this, because I'm not, I'm not necessarily disagreeing, although I wouldn't go as far as calling him a hero, but does motive play a part? Does that take away from him being a hero at all? Or do you think even though his motives are wrong, you would still call him a hero? I think that if you're looking at it just from the story arc, his motives don't necessarily matter. I see. I don't know. I think in the, in the deathly hollows, when we see, you know, he gets his memories to Harry and we have the pensive and we get to see, we get to see the motives. We get to see why he has done what he's done, why he has chosen to save Harry. And it wasn't because he wanted to save Harry. It was because Dumbledore said, this is Lily's last, like, if you really want to honor Lily, this is what you need to do. This is her son. And it wasn't, I mean, I, I think had Dumbledore not pushed him for that, he wouldn't have saved Harry. He wouldn't, he didn't maybe care. Not. He didn't want, he didn't, he would not have cared a lick. Maybe I'm wrong on this. I don't think he would have cared a lick. Had Dumbledore gone, I mean, not Dumbledore, had Voldemort gone into the house in Godric Hollow that night and killed James and Harry and left Lily alive. I think he'd have been fine with that. I think, he, I think he would have been fine with that too, but that's ultimately not how it goes down. And we have to also look at the fact, I think, that 
Harry has a deep and instantaneous and deep admiration for Snape. Once he finds out the story, the truth behind Snape, he ultimately, he has, he has a, a deep admiration for Snape because you don't name your son after someone that you don't care anything about. Okay, hold on. I've got to pull up a quote. I should have put this in my notes and I didn't. Uh, but hold on, let's see. Rolling quote. Oh, sorry, you're going to hear my typing in the background, guys. I, it's I okay. am. It's quote okay. On Snape. Okay, so this is not the quote that I was going to go with, and we will talk about the other one. But J.K. Rowling does make, give us a quote about why Harry names his child after Snape, which, which I personally, and, and this is one of the questions we're going to get to, and I think we can go ahead and jump into this. I hate the fact that he names his son after Snape. I personally don't love the fact that he names his son after Dumbledore. I, I get that one more, but I think it's a little like, eh, okay. But, but naming your son after Snape, it's like, really? I mean, I don't know. Calling okay. And I, I'm not seeing the quote. We'll, we'll just. Maybe just Albus, Albus Severus is just a weird name. What? No, I, I don't like that it's Snape. When I first read that, I was like, really? But, but ultimately, she says Harry names his child after Snape is, is his way of showing Snape that he forgives him. Not that he admires him, but that he forgives him. Okay. Because, and, and it's kind of him in a way hoping that others forgive him because he, he always carries the guilt of the people that died for him or died, you know, maybe not necessarily for him, but he feels like they died for him in their fight against Voldemort. But that, that's, that's kind of where her quote was. Now, I know in the, he does say he named him after two of the bravest men he ever knew. So we can't take that away. But, but J.K. Rowling did, did say something along those lines. Does that change anything to you? I don't know. I think that we have to listen to Harry in the, in the story, not necessarily J.K. Rowling speaking after it was written. I think, I mean, the author does have some, obviously we need to listen to what the author says, but we also have to look at what the author wrote in the book. So I mean, I, maybe it does. Maybe it does. It's important to listen to what she, her interpretation. Yeah. I just, I just think you, you talk about Dumbledore, you talk about Snape. I, I really think it's, it's, I, th I think JK Rowling has a soft spot for Dumbledore and Snape. She loves them, even though they're complicated, complex characters. She, I think she really, those are two characters that she loves. But if, if Harry's going to name his, his kids after somebody, name him after Sirius. Name him after Lupin. I mean, these are people who I think really deserved it more. Again, I can hear the, the Dumbledore argument more, but the Snape argument, it's like, I don't know. For one thing, Severus is just a stupid name. <laughs> But I, I just, I can't, I can't, I can forgive him being a jerk, but I can't forget it. Right. Yeah. I would have a hard time if I had a kid. I would have a hard time every time I said his middle name, remembering all that stuff that Snape did to me. Well, and just knowing how much he hated your dad. Right. He, whether some of it was deserved or not, uh, I, you know, that's a whole other topic, but... Yeah, just knowing that, like that, that's tough for me. So I don't know. I, I really do not like that he named his child after Snape. I think there were better characters. I mean, heck, 
<laughs> Agrid. I mean, there's so many people. I just, I just think I could, I could say that we're better. Not, not, not all died, of course, and maybe that's where he was going. But there's some, there's some really people who he could have really done a better job of naming a matcher. But that, that's me. That's my opinion. Uh, my, my biggest issue again. I'm going to go back to it. Is people's love for Snape? I mean, there are people who's out there who just they're obsessed, and they think he's just this heroic figure. And again, okay, if we want to call him a hero, I, I I will hear that argument. But to put him on a pedestal, I, I don't think that's right. Fair He's, enough. Fair enough. You're the you're the wizard in this equation. You know, yeah, but but I I can admit I I had my faults. They're they're few and far between. But I'm not right on everything. Like I'm married, so I know that I'm not right on everything. Okay. But uh, let's 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 make sure. Do we have any notes before I go to the Go for it. Okay, so the, here was, and this is after the fact, but here's J.K. Rowling's quote on Snape that I think really sums him up well. Snape is all gray. You can't make him a saint. He was vindictive and bullying. You can't make him a devil. He died to save the wizarding world. I agree. I completely agree with that. I think that's, <laughs> that's, that's a good way to sum him up. I, I, I do too. And, but again, I go back to he died to save the wizarding world with bad motives, and and, and maybe well, I'm wrong. Maybe so, you know. But ultimately, it does not stop that. Yes, he did. He did die to save the wizarding world, and so he. I mean, we can't just forget that. You can't throw that out. But I don't know. I to me, he's not a hero or a villain. He does some heroic acts. He does some villainous acts, but I wouldn't call him either. Snape is all gray. He is. I think that's that's good. Even though I think he has a black heart. <laughs> now, well, it can't, now, it can't be completely black because it had a it had a soft spot for Lily. It's true, but I, I mean, maybe he it was like the Grinch. He had that little tiny little heart. You know, there's just just maybe enough. so. I but I I really I would love. I don't want a TV show or anything like this. Maybe a mini story, a mini book or something. I would love to know more of Snape's backstory, more of his rise. I I do think again I don't want a TV show, but a young Adam Driver. I mean not a young Adam Driver. Adam Driver is a young Snape. Uh, I think that could be cool. Uh, again, that would be not not be my top choice, but I'd watch it because I would I would like to. I mean I want to know his motives more. I want to know like, did you really? believe in what Voldemort was doing how far would you have gone and we wouldn't know this but how far would he have gone had Lily not been killed I mean I I I want I'd love to know that and I don't think as far as I know J.K. Rowling has not come out and said anything like that but I, I think that would really we don't know enough of his of his character of his mindset in that I agree. I think there's lots of lots of uh, unanswered questions about Snape. I think we're going to make some people mad with this episode. That's what we do best. It it is, and I, I hope we, I hope we, uh, you know, that's fine. I, I hope if you disagree with us, let us let us know. I want to hear why. I actually, I have commented a couple things on on Instagram about Snape, and oh man, I get some hate back. I mean, I, I really like one person. Well, uh, one person in particular. I said something. I think I don't remember what the question was, but it was whether you like Snape or not or something. And I, I kind of voiced a little bit what I what I said here. And I mean, she wrote back. Well, you've obviously never been bullied. That that shows. And it's like, wow, 
okay. I mean, you know, I'm sorry. You're when you are a grown man, you got to get over your childhood problems. You got to get over it. Like that, that to me is not an excuse. I, I think people excuse his actions too much and they, they should. And so I, we're definitely going to take some people off, but I'm okay with it. Well, Scott, this has been a great discussion. Do you have any final thoughts? As always, Wizard versus Jedi podcast. That's the Twitter handle. That's the Instagram handle. I don't know if it's supposed to be called handle. That's that's our, our name. Email wizard versus Jedi podcast at gmail.com. Send us some hate mail this week. I'm waiting for it. I'm expecting it. That's okay. <laughs> I'll I'll hold my tongue. I won't respond. I'll just let Andrew handle it. But no, I think we good. I think we hit it. I mean, we really could have talked about this for a lot longer, but there's only so much you really can can't hit on with this, but I'm excited for some more topics and I hope you guys keep listening for next week. Thank you everybody for listening. This has been wizard versus Jedi.